Okay, Erev Tov, we continue in the Rambam, we just got into chapter 36. Again, chapter 35, the Rambam is publicizing the mistake of corporeality of Hashem. And now Lamed Vav, he's going to tell us why that's so important. But first he has discussed that the only time you really feel that Hashem uh, displays, or whatever that means, anger, jealousy, wrath, it's only by Avodah Zarah. And why is this? So right there at point three, below, and we're on page Nun Vav Martin, and the only reason that in the books of the prophets there's such special stress about this, this, because it's a mistaken understanding that's connected to Hashem. Kolomar, which means like this, Avodas Avodazara. This is Avodazara, and this is really bad. And now we're going to explain why. And he gives a, a sort of a marshal. He says, Let's say a guy says, Ruvain, I declare Ruvain is standing, but he's really sitting. Ooh, that's a really bad thing. Okay, well, how bad is it in the sphere of bad things? Well, it's certainly not as bad. And Stiyasamina Emes, this veering away from the truth is not as bad as Mistias, he said, like deviating for someone saying the following. To say that fire is under the atmosphere, or hamaymi tachzorts, or there's water under the ground, or shater shetuch, or the earth is flat. Now, what's a worse mistake? A mistake about lying if Ruven is sitting or standing, or a lie about physics? A lie about physics is a lot worse. Now, even a lie about physics. And this second deviation from truth isn't as bad as to make a mistake in what's beyond planet Earth, to think that the sun is only fire when it's really much more than that. Or let's say the rotational path, which we know is 360, if he says only half a circle. There's a big discussion at Talmud, you know, in the big early days. The mistake, you don't see it below. The you don't see it below. Where does the sun go? Just sits there and waits to come back again. Okay, but if you only believe it, there's only a 180 degree. Yeah. Not to, that's worse when you're dealing with with the horizons. That's a much bigger thing. That's a worse mistake. And even that mistake, Van says, and this third mistake isn't as bad as. To think that angels actually eat and drink because that's already metaphysics. And this metaphysical mistake is not as bad as someone who deviates and thinks it's really true to serve something more than Hashem. In other words, the degree of error is more damaging if it's a much more important concept. So now, that to what extent that foolishness and kfira, he's going to define these two terms very shortly, when these uh, foolishness or denial is connected to something really important, 
Klomar, to something Hashem that is so lofty in reality, if you make a mistake about God, it's much worse. When you make a mistake about something less, the greater the area of mistake, the greater the damages. Now, how does he define foolishness and kfira? Whatever you mean by kfira, kfira establishing a, an opinion, a truth, which is the opposite of what it really is. Is your mom is saying this is true and it's the exact opposite of what it is. So, for example, when a person says a, a person who is biologically a male is not a male, that's kfira. It's not a, he's not a male. You can decide what he is. That's kfira. That's like absolutely wrong. Okay? But come on, it's What's xilus foolishness? Foolish in something that he could find out. In other words, you're saying, well, I don't know. Like you're like an agnostic, but you could find it out. The answer could be found out. That's what he calls foolish. They, they both come to the same conclusion, the wrong conclusion. But one says, I'm sure that this, I'm sure that every person born has no gender. That's a quaver. The other says, I don't know. I haven't asked. Haven't figured it out. Okay, it's not a it's not a kaifer, it's a fool. But guess what? They're both wrong. They're both wrong, and it's big mistakes. Okay, and he says. So what I mean by this, he ain't kessel. We can't compare the foolishness of me. Okay, this is more geometric terms. I may not have it exactly. It's not important. Misha sochal tashpore shapua haastuuna. If someone makes a mistake about the measure of the cone of a cylinder. He doesn't know that it's konak or whatever, konak or whatever. Or the guy doesn't know that the sun is spherical. That's not as bad as if he doesn't know if Hashem exists. Or if there's no God in the world. What's worse foolishness? Or how about kvira? Or, or if the guy thinks a a, 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 a a cylinder cone is only half of a cylinder cone. Or let's say the sun is only two-dimensional disc instead of a three-dimensional sphere. That's not as bad as the mistake, unintentional mistake. To think Hashem is more than one. So right now, the Rambam is saying, what's wrong with Avodah Zorah? It's the degree of the impact of the mistake. If you believe in Avodah Zorah, now we're really messing up doing the incorrect understanding of probably the most essential concept that the whole world depends on. That's what gets Hashem so upset. It's not a small mistake. It's a major mistake. Everything goes wrong from that point on. Okay, now he gets into the next point. And he says, do you think the idol worshippers were stupid or smart? smart. So we shall see. They, uh, see, and then, and then, well, we'll just take one step at a time. But you understand why Hashem really hates idol worship? Because it's a, it's an error in the core of fundamental error. 
Now, you should know. Anyone who, the, the good old-fashioned, the legitimate idol worshippers in the times of Enosh, in the times of, you know, uh, Yoshua and Shoftim, real, real bona fide idol worshippers. Not phony, but really idol worshippers, Richtikers. It's not because they didn't believe in God. It's not they didn't believe in the God of the, the Son is the God, and there's no Hashem. They know there's a God. No one in previous generations thought, or even the future, let's say you make a a, 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 a what image is that? Not brazen. Uh, graven. Graven. A graven image. Or from stones, by and trees. You're worshiping a tree. Do they really think the tree brings rain? No. Of course not. None of them thought that. They didn't think, oh, Satsura, Boris, Hashemayim, that this uh, tree created the worlds and the earth and runs them? Well, of them, they didn't serve it for that reason. It was an image of something which is an intermediary between us and Hashem. In other words, they would worship this icon which was a representation of another force that worked for Hashem. Let's say the wind or the sun, or the rain. So they, they had to pick an icon that's just, just like we were tzitzis. No, we serve the tzitzis. No, tzitzis remind us of the kiseko. But we don't worship the tzitzis. But they, what they do is, they worshiped, not the tzitzis, they worshiped this icon. Now they didn't believe the icon could do anything. They knew the icon couldn't do anything. But this is what I worship this that represents something that works for God. They know there's God. There's no question in mind that there's God. And God has intermediaries. And the truth is, God does. God gives power to the sun, and the sun does what it does. The early idol worshippers knew exactly Hashem made the sun. No question about it. And the sun, well, it's hard to worship the sun, in, in, you know, as an intermediary. So we pick an icon down here that represents the sun. It's a lot easier to deal with, okay? And he proves this. So, so all we're doing with intermediaries, come on, Shaber, as the Nevi'im say a few times, from Ramilo Yerach, Amelach, Hagoyim, would it not be that the, the Goyim don't fear you? Of course the Goyim feared Hashem. And when they give incense are offered to their idols, Hashem said, don't you know it's for me? It was all hinting to the first cause that they understood was Hashem. They understood this. I wrote this in Mishnah Torah. Nobody argues this point. Nobody said idol worship was that you worship the tree because the tree is going to make it rain for you. That was not idol worship. Idol worship was very... Now, we're going to take a break 
And if we're gonna try to click, uh, click it right here, so this will come up, right, right between this and this. Yes, right there. That's it. Right at the top. This is the Rambam. Well, quickly, in the days of Enosh, the sons of man erred exceedingly. The advice of the wise men of that generation was nullified, and even Emosh himself was among the victims of that folly. The mistake was this. Seeing, said they, that God created these stars and plants to rule the world, that he placed them high above to share honors with them, for they are ministers who render service and presence. It's proper that they be praised and glorified and honored. This is the will of God, to exalt and honor him whom he exalted and honored, even as a king desires to honor those who stand in his presence, for such is the honor of the king. As soon as this matter was rooted in their heart, they commenced to erect temples in honor of the stars to offer sacrifice to them, to praise and glory them in words, and bow down to them in order to reach the will of God by this evil idea. This was the groundwork for the worship of stars. Thus was the statement of its adherents who knew the principles thereof, not that they asserted there was no God save a particular star. This Yermio says, who would not fear thee, O king of the nations? Let's record it here. For it befitted thee, for as much as among all the wise men of the nation, and all their royalty, there is none like unto thee. But they are altogether brutish and foolish. The vanities by which they are instructed are but a stock. As if saying, all know that thou art alone, but their mistake and foolish is supposing that this vanity is thy will. Which they figured Hashem wanted us to serve the intermediate. In the long process of time, there arose among the sons of men false prophets who asserted that God commanded them. Now it's a new step, saying, worship the star or all the stars and offer sacrifice to them and compound for it thus and thus and erect a temple for it and hew its image so that all the people, women and children, the rest of the prophets will bow down to it. He might describes for them a form which he invented and tells us that this was the image of the star which was pointed out to him in his prophecy. In this manner, they commenced to draw images and temples beneath trees upon mountaintops and elevated places where they carried about down to them and sermonized people, saying, this image has in its power to do good and evil and its power to worship it and be in awe of it. The priest, moreover, said to them, by this worship will increase and succeed, do this and such, but not that and this. That so other frauds arose up to assert that the star itself or the plan of the angel spoke to them and instructed them Worship me thus and such. And there it made known to them the way to worship them, instructing them to do such but not do so. In this manner, this thing spread throughout the world, and the worship of images with varied ceremonies to sacrifice them about down to them was inaugurated. After the lapse of time, the glorified and awful thing, not bad, but full of awe name, was forgotten to be mentioned by the mouth of all substance and blotted out from their consciousness. So that it gave him no recognition. As a consequence, whereof all the people of earth, as well as women and little children, knew not save the image of wood and stone. The stony temple wherein they were brought up from their infancy to bow down to it, to worship it, to swear by its name. As for their wise men, for example, the priests and the like, they'd suppose there was no God but the stars and the planets for those sacred and those likeness, those images are made. But the rock of mages, not a man, was there to recognize him or know him, save some individuals like Enosh, Meshushach, etc., etc. So what happens is, and now we'll pick up, click back to the, that, that perfect. So now, go down. So now what happened, so let's continue, see where the mistake led them to. 
אלא שאם היוס עושה מהכופרים סוברים מציאס השם, even though these mistakeners, they know that there's a Hashem, but hoel uksura kvi rasam, but since their falseness is tied into to what it's connected to God, but Hashem, they denied, Hashem says, I don't want you to serve me. Hashem wanted His presence, His reality, to be recognized in the consciousness of the masses. But they thought we could do it beyond Hashem. Right? Hashem says, I only want you to serve me. Nothing, no intermarries, nothing. I don't want you to serve me. But they were saying, listen, how can they serve you? They can't see you. So they, got, they had a reasonable uh, argument. You, you want them to serve a God they can't see? Now they knew, they knew there was a God they can't see. They understood this. But how are people going to serve you? So since they said we could serve an intermediary, that will cause you to forget about Hashem. Because the masses only know what they actually do. But not the concepts. And they don't understand the truth of what is being served from this. So really what we're discussing is the difference between the proximate and the ultimate cause. In the beginning, they knew that God was the ultimate cause, the Son was the proximate cause, and we get another proximate cause. We'll make an image representing the Son, but we all know it's 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 God. But it's so hard to serve God. They didn't feel God is a per- personal God. He's so busy. How's you know He's not going to deal with us? So to give God the right honor, right? We'll serve the lower ones out of respect for Him. Now you got to understand. They were very from in their knowledge, okay? They probably, in other words, when an early idolater looked at the sun, he said, there's godliness there. Yeah. We don't. Today, people don't even see the godliness in the sun. So they were much frimmer in Hashkafa in a certain way. But, but they said, but, so, you know, I, I can't, God's too, too important for, to deal with us. So let's just deal with the other Out of all respect to God. But then slowly, slowly, slippery soap. So now the masses just say, okay. So what do they say? So worship this uh, this rock, which represents the sun, which represents God. And everybody's happy. And people stop, forget about God. They just worship the rock. And the rock is important. Maybe it's connected to the sun. Or maybe they think the rock is even doing it by himself. This was terrible idolatry. Therefore, lechem, therefore, so this behavior brought they deserve to be destroyed as the Pasuk says about the idol worshippers shouldn't let any of them live why is it so important that they can't live we have to uproot this totally false welted shank so others shouldn't be uh, stumbling. Hashem says himself, when you go to Eretz Yisrael, either tell them to you know, be, become Noachites or you wipe them out. Why? So we won't learn from them. And therefore, if it carbs, so therefore Hashem calls these idolaters 
Oivim v'soyinim v'tzarim, enemies, hated, oppressors. Anyone who behaves that way, brings Hashem to jealousy, anger, and wrath. So now, one second. So now what is so bad about idolatry? What kind of mistake is it? Little mistake. It's a fundamental mistake. Major mistake. Now what the Rambam is going to go next to, and then I'll take your question. If idolatry is so uh, uh, bad, right, then, but what about then making a mistake in the understanding of what Hashem is? Isn't that worse? Whereas idolaters, they know there's a God. They know there's a God. So what's their error? Well, the error was, let's not serve God directly. But we know there's God. And that Hashem hates, because look what that leads to. Now, if you believe God is corporeal, you're not making a mistake about how to serve God. You're making a mistake of defining God. Now, what's a worse mistake? Okay, that's the next step. Question? You had a question? Well, I think you just asked the As long as the connection between the rock and the rain or the rock and the sun was to God, was okay? No, no, because Hashem said, Hashem said, I want you to serve me directly. Exclusive, because first of all, Hashem knows what's going to happen. It's no way, you know, I'll give you an example. Give me an example. Um, your son comes home. And he says, Dad, I got engaged. It's great. Who did you engage to? Says the name of the girl. Where is she? Well, she's in New York. We'll get to see her? I don't know, maybe. So now what happens? He, uh, he, uh, he's engaged. And then a couple months later, he says, I got married to her. Got married to her. Saves a lot of cash. Okay. As you probably know. You got married to her? Do you guys live together? No. You know, she gave me a picture of herself. I live here. I eat supper and a big full length picture. Wow. It's like a good picture. It's a 3D, 3D picture of her. And I talk to her. I dance with her. You know, it's almost like an AI. Okay. Now, is there anything wrong with this relationship? Everything. It's sort of okay. You know, like, but, but she's not there. She's not there. You're not talking to her. But I, but I love her. She makes me feel good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but there's nothing there. Okay. So this is the problem. If you if you are if you don't understand if if you're worshiping something instead of Hashem, you're not worshiping Hashem. It's just something that reminds you of Hashem. So you have a relationship with, let's say he knows that girl. He knows, he really knows the girl. And they got engaged. He really did. They got engaged. And he went to her and he got married. But then he moved back here and now he's married to her and there she is. 
That's only a vision. That's only an image of her. That's not her. And, and she an makes me feel good. Yeah, you know why she makes me feel good? Because whenever I say something, she doesn't argue. And you know it's not real. Okay. But you understand? So what did I do wrong? What did you do wrong? You don't have a relationship with her, idiot. So what's wrong with having a rock? You're serving, but you don't. You're not talking to Hashem. Hashem wants you to talk to Him. So you're not talking. You're not talking to Him. That's that, that's no relationship with Hashem. That by definition, and then further than that, then eventually. The guy is going to forget that he has a wife in New York, and he's going to think this is the wife. This is it. This is it. And then he'll go to a rebbe to ask for a bracha that this wife should have a baby. <laughs> she doesn't have a baby. I don't know has a baby. I need a baby. Give me a bracha. Okay, so and this is what's so evil yes. about idol worship. Yeah? That's why. Okay, okay. No, go ahead. So I know we learned in the past when we came to and then we learned that that people needed something in this world to kind of grab on to physical. So then we had the Mishkan. But it, that, that's well, well, you made it, you made a big jump there in one, no, no, one no, sense. Wow, but we went from there. That's why God said we needed to build the Mishkan. The Mishkan is not a go-between. No, no, not, not a go. It's, it's a place where the Shina will be. Right, right. It's not a go-between. But but we had that. We said uh, you know. As terrible as it was, it just showed God that the people needed something in this world to... to no, 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 no. I never said that. That's not true. And There's the a place... Came. We have to have a special place where we can feel the presence of Hashem. Right. But it's Hashem. It's not... The Mishkan is nothing to do with anything. The Mishkan is an environment where I can directly speak to Hashem. The Shekhinah is in the Mishkan. No, 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 no. It, it's before the sin. Before the sin, the whole world would have been the Mishkan. Right, that's the point. The whole world would have been the Mishkan. Hashem's presence could be sensed everywhere. Since they messed up their, their brains, so they would not be able to sense Hashem everywhere. So we had to create a purified environment we're not the, where Hashem is there, and we're serving Hashem in that place. Not that we see Hashem or anything like that, but we need a, we are serving Hashem, and it's not. It's because we did wreck up our brains a little bit, but we no way think we're going to talk to this, and that's instead of Hashem, or or through this we go to Hashem, not through the Mishkan we go to Hashem. Hashem is in the Mishkan, and we're serving Hashem. That the calf was, we're not talking to Hashem, we're talking to the calf. And the calf is going to again do, speak to God and get and do for us through Hashem, but we're not directly talking to Hashem. The Mishka were directly to Hashem, no question about it. Aren't we using an intermediary in a certain way when Hashem comes through the Kohen. That's why you can't look at his hands. Well, why can we do it directly? Why do we need the Kohen to? Because uh... we can't hear Hashem give us a bracha. Hashem gives a bracha, we die. That happened in Sinai twice. We don't all the Kohen blessings are coming from Hashem to us. It's coming from the other way around. But, it, but it's they're giving a bracha that is from Hashem. But we're not serving the Kohen. Right. We don't we're serve the Kohen. 
We want to get a blessing from Hashem. And Hashem is very far away. Hashem gave us a mitzvah. Remember, mitzvahs are the will of Hashem. So Hashem said, here's a mitzvah. I want the coin to bless you. And that is as as and that will effectively give me to, to bless you. But they're not at all. And we all know it's coming from Hashem. That's much different than we know just to do any mitzvah. We know Hashem's energy is pulsating through their hands. Even you get a breath from a what? You get a breath from a Rebbe, that's also coming from Hashem. It's like it's like you know the muscle is you want to drink a water you turn on the faucet do you think the faucet is giving you the water is the faucet giving you the water the lake is giving you the water when a rebbe gives you a blessing he's the faucet he's turning on hashem shefa is coming right through it's hashem shefa when the god said when the kohen gives the bracha my shefa my flow goes through his hands not anybody else's this is the tool to bring me and my blessings to you. That's much different than an intermediary. Much different than that. Yeah, why not? So, so if it's so bad that you, one might think that God is quote real, I'm saying it right, right, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, okay, I get it. And I also get that you have to have a way to, in the Torah to relate to God so we talks about a strong arm and his wrath and his anger. But if it's so bad to be quote, think it's corporeal, why would God put all that in the Torah knowing that the masses are going to think? So why stumbling block? Why put the stumbling block there? Is that what you're asking? Okay, so you know what? Create a problem. It's a stumbling block. It's a good good question. And in the next part of this chapter, the Rambam's going to obviate that question. He knows you're going to ask that question, Shelley. So he's going to answer that. He knows you would ask. And he's going to say that's no, well, I'm not going to say what he's going to say. But that, it's a good question and Ramam knows you're going to ask that question. So on Sunday, Sunday, on Sunday, he's going to show you why that's not a good answer. You're trying to defend the person now. I, that's good. Exactly what the Ram was going to say. Yeah, Ram was going to say, "What? You, listen, God, if you don't want them to say that, why'd you mention him? Why'd you say all these things? You're misleading them." Excellent question. It will be discussed on Sunday. Ah, geschmack, 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 geschmack to be a yid, geschmack to be a yid. Crackers need to be taken to the